Thank you for that. Let's take our Bibles this morning and go to 1 Timothy in chapter number 2. Again, thank you so much for, for being here today. I know it's uh, Labor Day weekend, a lot of, uh, lot of last uh, hurrahs before uh, your, I would say before you go back to school, uh, and, uh, but uh, before you start uh, your homeschool uh, venture, I, I did hear on the news that some places are going to uh, start some more uh, elementary schools and stuff, in-person classes earlier and, uh, by end of September, and that's awesome, uh, and uh, that's, uh, I think, uh, what should happen. Uh, but, uh, but a lot of people traveling, and uh, pray for them. And of course, uh, Deanna, she's uh, trucking across uh, country down to Florida uh, with uh, all their stuff and things. And if you've ever driven um, a moving truck or van, there's, they're always an adventure. You know, they're uh, loose or whatever if you're not used to driving them. Uh, and, and so I think she might, maybe she practiced a little bit before she left. And, and, uh, but uh, we're praying for her, of course. And uh, other people who are traveling and, of course, always praying for those who are at home uh, and still and watching uh, online on Facebook and uh, can't wait for you to be here uh, in person uh, as well, and we're praying for you. Uh, but we're going to be reading here in a moment in First Timothy chapter number 2. And before I have you stand and uh, read our text here in a minute, uh, one of the blessings of being a pastor, uh, being in ministry, uh, is the, the ministry of the Word and, uh, and what's involved in that. And the big part, what I'm referencing right now, is just study. Uh, and uh, I get the privilege of spending a lot of time uh, in the Bible, uh, in reading, uh, in meditating, in praying over things, messages and stuff uh, that, uh, that I've got to prepare and, you know, several times a week, obviously, uh, at least four um, sermons, if you will, uh, a week, plus uh, just if I'm preaching out and other types of things, uh, I get to uh, be in an office oftentimes. Or I used to, I used to go back uh, uh, in the old days, I used to go to like a coffee shop and, uh, and I'd open my Bible and read and, uh, and uh, back years ago, uh, it seems. Uh, and, uh, but I get to study uh, the Bible. Uh, but uh, that means I get a lot of uh, alone time, uh, if you will. Uh, I don't really, you know, like a whole lot of noise and things, and so it's quiet, and I'm reading and contemplating, and uh, and uh, and when you have uh, that increased amount of time, and I'm not talking about, you know, that's of course ramped up during COVID times, it, you get to do a lot more reading and other things, uh, but I get I get to be alone in my Bible uh, a lot, uh, and when I'm alone in in my Bible uh, a lot, uh, God um, God whoops me sometimes. And what I mean by that is, is that uh, I just, I get, a lot of, I get a lot of time just to think about me. And like every message that I preach, uh, I of course at least uh, preached it to myself. Uh, God's given me a message. God's helped me personally from His Word. Uh, and then I've taken uh, many times that uh, and put it into a sermon uh, and then preached it here uh, in our church and other places. And so I get to, uh, you know, look at a lot of things in circumspect. I get to evaluate in those moments of quiet uh, my own thoughts and uh, my own behaviors, how I deal with things. And several of my messages as of late have dealt with, uh, with uh, I said last week, I said I feel like I have a good position uh, in the sense that uh, what I believe and in, in, in what I teach from the Word of God uh, and I'm confident in the Bible and that the positions I hold are good positions. Uh, but my disposition uh, is, uh, is not always the best. Uh, and, uh, and just like you, uh, I, 
when I got saved, uh, we'll, you know, I was made a new creature in Christ. Uh, and, uh, but uh, the, the thing is, is that even though we get saved and we're made a new creature, uh, we still have to deal with the old flesh or the old man. And we enter into somewhat, not even somewhat, a battle for our entire Christian life uh, between the flesh and the spirit. We're supposed to uh, live by the spirit and walk by faith uh, and, and trust him and, uh, and, of course, put off and, uh, the uh, old man, put on the new. And there's a process where we are uh, assimilating uh, through the process of sanctification all the virtues that God would have us to be. Uh, and, uh, and just, you know, uh, you just think you're just going along fine and you're growing and, uh, and maybe you're, you're, you, know, uh, you speak grace. The Bible says, let your speech be always with grace and seasoned with salt. And so, uh, so you, uh, somebody says something or does something and you give a kind word and, uh, and, uh, and you minister grace to the hearers. But, uh, but, uh, but the next day, uh, you wake up on the wrong side of the bed or uh, whatever the case may be, you get stuck in I five traffic, uh, and you're just not having it. Uh, and uh, and so the day before, you were just the epitome of Christian virtue, uh, and then the very next day, you can just go off the rails. Why? Because uh, you have a flesh uh, that you have to put under subjection. Uh, you have to put on have the same this uh, same mind as Christ, and uh, and to make sure that the Holy Spirit of God uh, is living in you and working through you, uh, and uh, and uh, all of those things. I'm saying that to say we all struggle uh, between uh, the flesh and the spirit. And if we are to be honest, uh, we uh, the flesh wins out way too often, uh, and uh, and that should convict us as a Christian when we say something to someone. Uh, and uh, man, there's a lot of times I'll say things. Uh, I'll say something to somebody or whatever, uh, and I thought, man, I, that was a good zinger. Boy, I got them. Uh, and in that moment, I'm kind of proud of, uh, of my uh, sarcasm uh, acumen, uh, how I can just, you know, somebody could say something, and I just like that, I could just come out with something, uh, smart aleck or whatever, uh, and, uh, and say it, and boy, uh, you know, witty. Uh, people call it it's witty. Uh, and, uh, and boy, hey, you are, and they think, some people think that's great. But then, uh, like, Two seconds later, the Holy Spirit goes, no, uh, you really shouldn't be that way. Uh, and you become grieved at that. And, and maybe in that moment, you would apologize. You know what? I'm sorry, uh, just being sarcastic or uh, what have you. Uh, but our pride gets in there, and we, we oftentimes don't. So as I was reading this passage of Scripture in preparation for preaching, uh, there's a part of it. Uh, that I preached, um, kind of, I didn't even preach it, I just mentioned it, I think in passing, uh, early on uh, in the COVID stuff, uh, in one of the messages where we were outside uh, in the back with the outside services. Uh, and, uh, and, and here's what I said, it was like, in the context, I just basically said, I just want to be left alone. Uh, and, and I don't want uh, the, the government in my business, I don't want whatever. And so I, I basically communicated a truth from this passage of Scripture uh, with the, uh, and I did so by just basically saying, uh, as, a, as a Christian, we, just, uh, we, we live our life and we want to live a life uh, that is quiet and peaceable. And there's part of that that's obviously true, and, and I'm going to touch on that here in a second. Uh, but, but that's not really um, all that's, contained in this passage of Scripture. So I want to preach just a few minutes uh, on that 
uh, today. Let's all stand, if you could, for just the reading of our text. And we'll read the first four verses uh, of uh, 1 Timothy chapter number 2. The Bible says, I exhort therefore... Uh, now remember, uh, whenever there's a therefore, you find out what is therefore, and uh, in, in uh, much has been said in chapter number one, uh, as he lays out the case for, uh, for faith and holding faith with good conscience and staying away from uh, some things, and, uh, and really points it out. And he says, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings. And for all that are in authority, that we may, we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of our God, our Savior, in the sight of God, our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless this message. Use it, please, uh, for your honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Uh, he says, I exhort, therefore, that first of all. And, and really, I want to point out, um, uh, first of all, in this message, the priority uh, of prayer. Uh, when we have, uh, in a couple of weeks, uh, Dr. Beckham here, uh, and sometimes he preaches, it's our prayer revival. Uh, sometimes it's on the subject of prayer, uh, but, uh, but sometimes it's on the you know, things that would surround that. Like, uh, for example, we can't really... Uh, pray like we should if, uh, if our relationship with God is hindered. So he might preach about, you know, personal revival uh, and humbling ourselves and seeking forgiveness, and, uh, or he'll point out uh, other things in our life that would, uh, that would hinder uh, our prayer life. And, uh, and uh, or, you know, the Bible says our sins withholding good things from us. So if we have sin in our life, uh, our relationship with God uh, is hindered. It's not severed. Uh, and, uh, but it's hindered, and uh, we just really need to focus on those. So, uh, and, and you know that to be true. Even without the theology involved, uh, you, know, you do it this way, or you might do it this way. Um, you've got something that's really important, and you need to pray about it. Uh, it's important. Maybe somebody's sick or, or you know, uh, financial thing or whatever it might be, uh, but you want God to answer that prayer so bad uh, you spend a bunch of time just confessing everything you can think of. God, forgive me this and forgive me that. And if you would just, you know, give me, uh, grant me mercy and, uh, and would you please, because you feel like you can't ask your heavenly father for something if you've been a bad kid. And that's what we do from a practical standpoint. So before we pray uh, for a, a specific need uh, that might be a tremendous need, uh, more often than not, uh, we'll spend time in repentance and prayer and confession uh, just to make sure that, uh, that we are uh, able to, to, to go to that throne room of grace uh, boldly uh, and, uh, and, and not really kind of be, uh, you know, uh, imagining God, He's not this way and I'm thankful He is not, uh, like, uh, like a, you know, God just like, okay, what do you want? Because usually uh, when a child goes to their father and they, you know, hey, you know, hey, dad, you've got big muscles or, oh, hey, hey dad, uh, you're so handsome or uh, whatever, uh, it, it, you know that they're going to pop the question pretty soon. How much, how much do you need? Oh, can I have $20? Uh, and, uh, and, and, but we do God that way. Uh, we often just go to him when we have need. Uh, so it's the priority. First of all, in fact, Brother Beckham, in his preaching, uh, has, he has preached 
uh, on the importance that uh, when we look at our, uh, if we're trying to market uh, a church in the sense that we want to get the word out that we're here and, uh, and you have websites and this or that or you put an ad in a, a telephone book or a Christian newspaper or whatever, uh, you might have a, uh, you know, like our um, phrase is growing in the word. All right, Berean Baptist Church. Somebody asked me last week, Berean, what is that? Uh, and I said, well, it's the city of Berea, uh, and they studied the Word of God, and, uh, and I was just trying to explain. So that's what we, we want to focus on, growing uh, in the Word. And, uh, and we'll have mission statements and other types of, uh, of things that are there, uh, but very seldom when someone describes their church, uh, whether it's in a publication uh, or on a gospel track or whatever, do they say we are a praying church? First of all, prayer. Uh, and Brother Beckham uh, has and, and maybe uh, will even spend time on that uh, here coming up. So prayer is important, first of all. And then he lays out um, supplications, prayer, intercessions, and giving of thanks in, uh, in verse number one. And uh, many times in the Bible when those words are used, we think of them in reference to prayer uh, in general. But when they are together in one verse, uh, they're different words for reason. Uh, and so uh, it, with supplication, uh, it's basically uh, this idea of asking something that is specific, a, a special expression, uh, something that in the moment that uh, demands uh, prayer and divine intervention. And as I think about, uh, you know, today, uh, this, you know, with all that's going on uh, in life uh, for everyone, uh, we have some special requests, some supplications uh, that we would pray uh, and give to God, specific things. Um, it, for, uh, for a lot of people, it's not just even the, uh, you know, the financial crunch or, uh, or the, the fear of, uh, of uh, the health stuff and the coronavirus. Uh, it's just being able to emotionally uh, and spiritually uh, handle all of the pressure all at once. Uh, and, you know, they, they, they know uh, that God will supply their need. If they're a Christian, they believe that. They know it's in the book. Uh, and they believe that God is going to come through. But, uh, but they're so caught up uh, in, in all these uh, what-ifs and, uh, and awfulizing things. Something's awful, but we awfulize it. We just kind of make it like, uh, you know, uh, I'm never, and we use all these words, I'm never, and this is going to happen, and we, just, uh, and we just make things out, and we really work ourselves up, and, and we've got to get our thoughts uh, under captivity uh, from the Word of God. But as supplication, he says, first of all, supplications, uh, those things that are essential, God needs to intervene, uh, and uh, we make those types of prayers before God. The word prayers refers to prayer in a more general nature, and unlike the other words in the list, it, uh, it just talks about you know, things, how we would bring petitions uh, before God. And I'm thankful that we can, we can pray to Him, uh, and we don't have to, uh, you don't have to pray to another person or pray through another person. There's only one mediator. Uh, we see that in verse number five. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, uh, the man Christ Jesus. And if you're ever involved in a church or a religion or whatever uh, that says you have to pray, I'll pray to God for you uh, or you get to God through me, uh, you just mark it down. You're in the wrong religion. 
uh, because uh, there's only one mediator uh, between God and man, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, I know there are many, many sincere people uh, who pray through a, a priest uh, or uh, they, somebody's going to pray them uh, out of purgatory and everything else, uh, but uh, those things just aren't in your Bible. Uh, and, uh, and I'm thankful uh, that there is one mediator, uh, and that's the Lord. So we pray, uh, and we might pray for general things like, for God to give us wisdom and uh, how to deal with, uh, with a neighbor or, uh, or just uh, strength uh, to uh, endure uh, the hardness as a good soldier. And uh, we're praying for grace or we're praying that our faith would increase. Uh, so we're praying that, uh, for, for many things. So there's supplications, there's prayers, and then there's intercessions. Uh, um, Dr. Beckham's ministry is intercessor uh, prayer ministry. Uh, it's interceding uh, on the behalf of, of someone else. It's, it's just laying out. And that word intercession or interceding implies a, a boldness or a confidence uh, that uh, you can draw near to God and to pray. So we pray for one another and we intercede. Uh, you intercede on the behalf of that, uh, that wayward uh, child or uh, that uh, person in your family that just needs Jesus and, uh, and you're praying grace over them and interceding and, uh, and, uh, and just asking God to save them or, uh, and you're just coming before the Lord with those things, supplications, prayer, and intercessions. And then the final approach to prayer in that verse is the giving of thanks. And, uh, and though Paul is not necessarily suggesting that every public and private prayer uh, include all four of these things, he's given us an example of what they might be. And of course, everything needs to be done uh, in our life with thanksgiving. So the priority uh, of prayer, uh, and then we see the people of prayer. He says this, I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayer, and intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. All men. Uh, for kings and for all that are in authority. Uh, and uh, and uh, in fact, he says here, he says he's not, verse 4, who will have all men. So all means all, all the time. All men. Now, here's where uh, that, those quiet times uh, and uh, the contemplation as I look at what the Scripture says uh, my uh, disposition needs to be. And if I'm, you know, and I'm, I always am transparently probably too much uh, to you uh, from the pulpit, uh, there is, uh, there's, I guess I get, I'm frustrated. I get frustrated. Uh, I react and I'm not proactive uh, in, in, in different types of, uh, of moments and circumstances uh, in my life. Uh, and and, and this, it's just hard to get away from that because we have that flesh. But, but the Word of God is there, uh, and one of the express reasons that it's there for us is that we can see here's how God wants us to deal with some things. And so I know prayer needs to be a priority, and I'm to, uh, to pray. And, and boy, I, I love praying for you. Uh, and uh, I love you and I want God to bless you and uh, you're part of this church or uh, you're part of the family of God. Maybe you're not a member here, but uh, you're a member somewhere else. And, uh, and, uh, and I, it's, just, it's just really easy to pray for people that I like. It's harder to pray for people I don't like. You say, oh, pastor, you're a Christian. You should like everybody. Do you like everybody? Uh, you know, uh, I, there's just a lot of people and we can, we have, we got it all down. I love them in the Lord, but I just don't like them. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, and, uh, and so we've, we, we've got the phraseology down, uh, 
Uh, but uh, there are just there, there's people that I don't like. Uh, and, and I don't like them for, um, uh, for many reasons, some of them. Uh, and, uh, and we can talk about all everything from, uh, from ideology and philosophy. Uh, it, we're supposed to love the things God loves, hate the things God hates. Uh, and uh, the Bible says that he is angry at the wicked every day. So, so when I say that there are things that displease me, there are things that displease God, uh, I, of course, don't have the love that God has, and so I'll struggle uh, with how I would deal with uh, those frustrations in my life. Uh, and so I know I'm supposed to pray, uh, and I know I'm supposed to pray for uh, the flock that God has given me to shepherd and for my brothers and sisters in Christ and to intercede for them and to pray uh, and, uh, and pray grace over them. And, and, and there's probably been times in your life where, uh, where God has blessed you despite you because you've had some caring Christian that is interceding on your behalf uh, in praying uh, to God for you. Uh, and, and by the way, that's why uh, it's important for us in our prayer requests, uh, make our prayer requests known to God, but to each other we have those. Why? Because we need people to pray for us uh, because uh, we in our flesh and in our sinfulness uh, might not have some e- effectual prayer. The Bible says the effectual prayer of a righteous man, ferventness, a fervent prayer uh, of a righteous man uh, availeth much. And so I've got to pray for everybody. Um, and, uh, and so made for all men, that's, you know, uh, I mean, I get that all men, that means everywhere, men, women, children, I'm supposed to pray for, uh, for everyone. I'm not to, uh, to show partiality and, uh, and, and I know what the Bible says to, uh, to pray for, uh, you know, you and, uh, but it says all, and then it even qualifies it even further. It says for Kings and for all that are in authority. Uh, and, uh, and so that gets even a little tougher for me. Uh, and um, so I, you know, we're in Washington State, and obviously uh, it's a very uh, liberal state. Uh, and, uh, and from, uh, it's, a dark, it's a dark area. It's just uh, uh, sin prevails. Uh, so much of what is peddled throughout uh, our country and the world uh, finds its genesis uh, in our area. Uh, and uh, we, that's just, that's just where we live. Uh, and we know that we're supposed to be salt and light uh, and uh, to be a witness. And, uh, and by the way, um, uh, the, you know, the darker the night, the brighter the light. And so our, our area needs more churches planted. We need more lighthouses. We need more Christians. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, but people are leaving uh, this area, not just our, our church. We've had people move away, so please don't misunderstand. Uh, they've got to obey the, the will of God in their life. But we've got, we have people that have moved away, uh, and uh, the primary reason that they've, they've even stated is they just don't want to be here. Uh, and I get it. I don't want to be here. If I could, if I could move tomorrow to some, uh, you know, some red state in the middle of the woods, and you never see those things like, you know, uh, here's a cabin in the woods. You can, you can live here for free for a year if you just gave up Facebook. Where do I sign up? Those are the dumbest things I ever see uh, on the internet. Who wouldn't do that? So to be someplace, and because I really want to live a quiet and, and peaceable life, and so, so I'll get. Um, you know, I, I know what the Bible says, uh, but then there's this and this rule and, uh, and the, this overreach and that whatever, and I just get, I get so frustrated. Uh, and, uh, and so, uh, you know, um, so we pray. 
I remember, I can't remember who it was years ago, but it was a, a, a kind of a mainstream Christian individual uh, who said that they were praying for the president, uh, but was basically saying they're praying that the president would die. And then that was all over the news and different things. And, uh, and I, don't, if you're, I, I can't recall who it was and who they're praying for. Uh, and uh, we, know, we know what the Bible says. You know, vengeance is mine, say the Lord, I'll repay. And uh, we're supposed to love our enemies. And uh, we, I mean, we know it's in the book. But it's just hard. And so, so it's like, here's this prayer. And so if I, you know, I, I don't even, you know, um, I don't even know, who, well, I do know who the governor of, of uh, California is, but I'm mad at him. Uh, and uh, because of what they're doing for, for churches and stuff down there. Uh, and uh, it's just, uh, uh, but I don't know the person. But my flesh gets in there. So it says supplication and prayer and intercessions and thanksgiving given for all men uh, and for kings uh, and, uh, and for all that are in authority. So the idea is it's for the kings and uh, the leaders and I mean all the way down. Uh, in authority. All authority is given for God. And I think you need to be honorable and respectable and, uh, and uh, to, all those, uh, to all those who are in authority. You get pulled over by a police officer. Don't be a smart aleck. It's real easy. You won't get zapped and beat up or whatever if you just do what they say. Uh, and uh, it's just really, it's not rocket science. Uh, and, uh, but uh, it's just uh, to uh, obey them. And it's what we do to uh, honor the Lord and, and to honor uh, His Word. Uh, but there's not just the, the purpose or the priority, the, uh, the people, but there's this purpose, and part of it is, is pleasing God. Look at verse number three. When we pray for those, when we pray for all men, this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. As a Christian, uh, I want to do things that please my Lord. Uh, and we can spend a whole lot of time trying to figure out the stuff that uh, that uh, doesn't please him. And that's where, as, uh, as Bible-preaching churches and Baptists and whatever, uh, we're, we're really good on the list of no's. We're all about the no. Don't do this, don't do that. Uh, and not so good about uh, the putting on the new man and things I preached on uh, here even this last week. Uh, but um, whenever I come across something in the Bible where it just expressly says there's no, there's no gray area, uh, there's no s- secret meaning behind something, this is not something that's mystical and, uh, and strange that we've got to just peel back layers and layers of the Bible. It's not like we're, like we're reading about eschatology and prophecy and things to come. He just says uh, that this is good and acceptable in the sight of God. So right there I've got something that I know God will be pleased with uh, and please with me uh, if I do that. And so uh, to pray uh, for all men uh, and for kings and for those that are in authority. So I'm dealing with uh, my own self as I'm reading this passage of Scripture and because and, I know what's coming up. I mean, I've read First Timothy chapter number 2 um, many, 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 many times uh, over my life, and I know what's in there. Uh, but what, just like anybody else, I want to pick stuff from here and pluck stuff out of there and make application because when you take the whole thing and you put it together, uh, it just, sometimes it just doesn't work out to your benefit. Uh, and so, uh, so as much as I would just you know, uh, uh, you know, want to stop there, uh, there's just like another verse. So it pleases God. And let me back up just for a moment. When it says that we pray for them, the kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life. That's where I said, hey, uh, use that verse, take that one phrase out of the verse and say, um, I, I, I pray for people uh, so they just leave me alone. 
so I can live a quiet and peaceful life. That word quiet uh, has with it the sense of uh, quiet from the things without, the circumstances and, uh, and, uh, and the, the quietness. Uh, there's so much noise. Uh, there's, you know, 100 days of, of this in, in, in Portland and on and on and on and, uh, and all these different things. And it's just uh, the, the world's on fire. Uh, and, uh, and the Bible says that we just need to we pray for those, uh, for all men and for those in authority so that we might live a quiet life. And that's part of it. Uh, I just I just want I just want the, the, the I want it to be quiet. Uh, and uh, but it talks about peaceable, a quiet and peaceable life, uh, that means uh, like the peace that we have within. It's the peace that God gives. And, uh, and I, I want to live a life quiet of just the, the noise of the circumstance and this or that. I just, uh, there's so many things that uh, affect uh, and, and influence, uh, and, uh, and it's just, there's just so much. Uh, and uh, I've never been like a boycotter. I just never have been. But, uh, but even if I wanted to be, I wouldn't even know where to start. It's just like, it's, it's overwhelming to me, uh, the amount of things that I should be against. And, uh, and I just, what we do is we just want to, we just want to turn it all off. We want, to, uh, we want to stay in bed and pull the covers over our head uh, and just a couple more sleeps till Jesus comes. That's what we want, just quiet and peaceable life. But it's, but it's not just quiet and peaceable life. Uh, we deal with, uh, we deal with the, uh, the, the purpose in our own life or for us, uh, it says quiet and peaceable, but in all godliness and honesty. So, so I'm going to be, I want a quiet life where people aren't in my business and I can just live and, and love God and, and serve Him. Uh, and, uh, but there's godliness and honesty dealing with uh, our own personal uh, piety and, uh, and, uh, and then this, the honesty uh, dealing more with our behavior uh, and uh, uh, outwardly as we live in this world and not of this world, uh, that the grace of God teaches us to deny ungodliness. Uh, and, we, and that's how God wants us uh, to be. Uh, but, but notice as it goes a little bit further, verse 5, For there is one God and one mediator. Now, I'm sorry, back up, verse number 4. Who will have all men to be saved and come Unto the knowledge of the truth, for there is one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. And then Paul goes on to say, whereof I'm ordained as a minister, he's to preach uh, the gospel uh, with faith and verity. Uh, and, uh, and he says that here uh, in, uh, in the, next, uh, the next verse. Uh, but let me just put it this way. There's nobody on this earth uh, that is outside the influence of believing prayer. There's not one person on this earth that is outside the influence of believing prayer. Remember, this is all in the context of prayer. First of all, supplications and prayer and intercessions uh, be made with thanksgiving uh, and we're to praise God and do this and to pray for all men uh, because there's not one man uh, or woman on this earth that is beyond the influence uh, of, of believing prayer. So that means... Uh, the scriptures says that he would have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. And there's only one mediator between God and man, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ who we preach. He gave himself a ransom for all to be testified uh, in due time. Uh, and so I pray for them, should pray for them, uh, because God wants to save them. Uh, and, uh, but somehow we think uh, that, uh, you know, 
one of the fascinating things I've illustrated in the past with, uh, um, with Google Earth. Everybody familiar with Google Earth? So you can put your address in. It's got the, the globe spinning there. And then uh, satellites bring it in. And you can see, like, depending on when the Google car went by your house, uh, you can see, like, your house, your car in the driveway and everything. It's fascinating uh, to, just to, to see, uh, you know, that you need to put new sod in uh, or whatever the case may be. Uh, but it's great. And, and what it, it's like, what, is, what, what art man that thou art mindful of him uh, in Scripture? I think about... I think about how vast the universe is and how big our God is and how little I am uh, and that when, when I pray, uh, it's, like, it's like I get the attention of God and it's like I, I imagine to be like Google Earth. It's all the way down to me praying wherever I'm praying. And that God, that God hears my prayers. And it, and it fascinates me because I'm just one person and seven billion people uh, and uh, that God would care uh, and love me and, uh, and number my hairs on my head and all the things that God says before he formed me in the belly, he knew me, uh, the sovereignty of God, uh, and that I can, in the middle of all the noise in the world, is I can get on my knees before God and God hears me. It's fascinating to think about that. Um, but... Along with that truth, um, you know, we, we see people in the Bible uh, asking God, you know, to help them with their unbelief. That we're to pray and that we're to pray with faith unwavering. Uh, that we're to believe and uh, if we have the faith of mustard seed and on and on and on. The Bible says about all that we pray. But here's what we think. We, we pray and we think God doesn't hear me. God doesn't, uh, God doesn't want to answer me. Uh, and uh, is my prayer life effectual and fervent? Uh, it's not. And so why even? Uh, and so our prayer lives have been relegated down to just basically God, you know, uh, you know uh, and uh, you know everything. Help me. Uh, amen. We don't spend that personal time with God in prayer. Not, not even for ourselves, let alone for, uh, for everybody else. Uh, but uh, there is not one person uh, who on this earth uh, who is beyond the influence uh, of believing prayer. So uh, here's, what, here's what we believe. We believe that if we're saved, uh, we can enter the throne room of grace, that we can pray. Uh, that if we're not praying uh, according to our own lusts, uh, and uh, to our own needs, uh, and et cetera, uh, that we're praying, we're interceding, whatever, that God hears that prayer. Uh, and, uh, and, and let me just step just ahead just a little bit. Look at verse number 8. I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. So he just laid out the case. First of all, prayer and supplication be made uh, for everybody, kings, authorities. Now remember, who was, who was, who was the, the emperor then? Uh, well, it was Nero. And Nero uh, was terrible. Uh, and I don't have the time to get into it, but, but they, you know, they would um, skin Christians. They would light them on fire. He used them for basically uh, uh, tiki torches uh, in, his, in his yard at night. Uh, he was brazen. Uh, in the most wicked, vile sins that you can imagine. Uh, and, uh, and he was just in a line uh, of, 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 of emperors and Caesars and other people uh, who were against Christians. And we find them blaming you know, Christians for burning down Rome. And it was just a terrible, terrible time. So when Paul is telling Timothy, you pray for kings, uh, he is telling Timothy to pray for Nero. You pray for him. 
Now, if you can imagine, I mean, at the time that Timothy received this letter, there have been thousands upon thousands of Christians that were, just, that were murdered and killed uh, and, uh, in the name of Jesus uh, at that time. And, uh, and, uh, and, it's just, uh, and so Paul's saying, you need to pray for those that are in authority, not just Nero, but his governors and, uh, and on all the way down the line to those Roman soldiers. Uh, and, uh, and you need to pray and intercede. Why? Uh, because he, we're to pray for everybody. Uh, and the Bible says that God, uh, who will uh, have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. He was basically hearing uh, from Paul in this letter that Nero, um, that God wanted to save Nero. That's what it says. He's not that all men should come to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. Do I believe that Nero uh, got saved? No, I don't believe he did. I don't believe that he uh, became a Christian. I believe uh, that if the Bible is true, uh, that he is spending uh, a Christless eternity in hell. However, Paul tells Timothy, you got to pray for him. And that, you know, that had to probably um, been, it was probably hard to hear. For him, uh, as this letter may be read uh, in, uh, in the church uh, at Ephesus, uh, very difficult uh, for them to wrap their mind around praying for somebody uh, like in Nero. So let me say this, uh, I, you know, uh, whether you're uh, an elephant or a donkey, it's red or blue, uh, whatever, uh, whatever your political uh, thoughts are, uh, your likes, dislikes, etc., uh, not to get into all of that, but there's been nobody, there's been nobody that has led our country in the history of our country uh, that has been as wicked as Nero. Nobody. And God said, you pray for them. And, and not just pray. Uh, and here's, and here's, here's where it just, it just got me. Like, okay, um, you know, it's just, it was just like a gotcha moment for me that I just couldn't get away from it. Look at verse number eight again. I will therefore that men pray everywhere lifting up holy hands uh, without wrath and doubting. Uh, Our prayer to God for Trump, for Obama, for whomever, uh, needs to be done so reverentially. Uh, We need to pray uh, and uh, and lift up holy hands before God, uh, which means that that we we need to be in a place uh, that we're praying for those who are in authority but we're doing so from a place of, of purity and that we're right with God and that we have, uh, the, we have uh, the throne access to the throne room of God in the sense that uh, we don't have things that are hindering uh, our prayer life for God reverentially lifting up holy hands. Uh, but then notice what it says, without wrath. Um, we need to pray to God but have a suitable uh, spirit in our prayer. Wrath, no wrath. Lifting up whole, I gotta pray for. Uh, I've gotta pray uh, for Governor Inslee without wrath and without doubting, uh, with faith, unwavering. Why? Because God wants to save him. Because God wants to save this individual and that individual. Uh, but uh, but it's if I go to God, it's like God, um, would you please take care of this? 
and, uh, and you don't want to say stuff uh, or say it out loud, uh, but your spirit is so, you're so frustrated and you're so negative. Uh, and God, would you just, you know, take that city council and, and, uh, and just give every single one of them, uh, you know, um, diarrhea. Uh, I don't know. And just make them so sick, help them all, and, and, and we just pray. And somehow we think that God's just is pleased with our prayer. Like we're checking something off the box. Like, first of all, I'm supposed to pray for kings. And so I'm praying uh, all authority. And, and, uh, and so we're just praying that, uh, you know, and we're praying all kinds of terrible things. But God says he wants to save them. Uh, and that when we pray, that kind of, that, that's not, you know, I think when we've missed the point. Uh, we're to pray for them with holy hands and without wrath and with faith. Um, we, don't, we don't pray um, for these people that we don't like for them to get saved. We don't pray because we're not praying people. And we don't believe that God's going to answer our prayer. And we think the problems are so big uh, and, uh, and that these people are so far gone uh, that, that God can't reach them. And there's not one person on the earth that is beyond the influence of believing prayer. Not one. So what do you mean, Pastor? What is all this all about? I'm just saying, as I read it, I know I'm supposed to pray. I'm to pray for all men. I'm to pray for those who are in authority. I'm supposed to pray for people I like that I don't like. Uh, and, uh, and when I pray for them, it's not even, it's not even like, you know, um, you know, if whatever, some politician that I wouldn't agree with, uh, um, you know, is coming through town and I see him in a restaurant or whatever. Like, hey, let me get your, let me take that bill for, I want to pay for your, uh, pay for your dinner. Uh, and, uh, and as I'm doing, I think I'm leaping lumps of coal, heaping lumps of coal upon their head. If your enemy uh, hungers, give them food. And if they thirst, give them drink. And, uh, and, 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 but if we're honest with ourselves, uh, that's how we pray oftentimes. That's why we do uh, good unto those who would despitefully use us, etc. But what if, what if we just pray to God like we believe He hears us and answers prayer? He says, who will have all men uh, to uh, be saved and come to the knowledge of truth, the will of God, and is praying uh, that God would mediate, that He would do the things only God can do, uh, and we're just faithful, and we lift up holy hands to God, uh, and we pray fervently and righteously uh, in believing without wrath, and our spirit needs to be better. It just needs to be. And, uh, and so if, if, if God, through the inspiration of Scripture, can instruct Paul to tell Timothy to pray for Nero like that, uh, then I can pray for AOC like that. I can pray for whoever, fill in the blank, whichever one makes you want to pull your hair out. God wants to save them. So what if we just started doing that? I know that we need to stand, and, and, and I'm not saying we shouldn't for other things, and, str- and we ought to be strong and, and do the things that we're doing, uh, but, uh, but I just don't think that we're praying with the spirit of prayer that verse number 8 uh, indicates that we should be praying. So uh, there is uh, uh, something to be said about uh, our spirit in these things, and having the mind of Christ, and having compassion, and seeing people as sinners that need a Savior, and, 
uh, and you can go all, all the way down uh, the line uh, to, you know, um, to all that. I remember uh, not too long ago was somewhere, and, uh, and they said, uh, how are the protests going out there? And I said, well, they're there, and blah, blah, blah. Like, we, you know, we wish we were there. And uh, our generation, our generation will be there. And I want to think, well, my generation will be there too. And we're going to stomp a hole in you. That's what I think. Because I'm filled with flesh. And I thought about those two young men uh, for several days after that. And even now, I mean, it's been weeks uh, since I saw them. I need to pray that God saves them. And uh, as much as I am in complete disagreement uh, with their whole paradigm, uh, that paradigm is not going to change unless Jesus changes it. Because I have zero influence on them as a Christian, as a whatever. Uh, and, uh, but what can influence them is believing prayer. That's it. Right there. And, uh, and so, so I'm just saying we need to tweak. I need to personally tweak how I approach and how I pray. And I need to check myself. Uh, am I praying a frustration? And is my flesh involved? Is, my, is, the, is that the carnality uh, just peeking uh, up in my prayer? And, uh, and I need to, you know, um, recognize it as such and, and repent of that and just say, God, um, save them. Help us. I want to live a, a quiet and peaceable life but in godliness and honesty and lift up holy hands to you and just pray. And without wrath, God, I don't want you to, you know, I don't want you to give them diarrhea. <laughs> I don't want you to hurt them. I want you to save them. Uh, and, uh, and, and if Christians prayed that way, uh, I, I think that we would see revival in our churches and perhaps change uh, in our cities, states, and our nation, wherever, uh, because uh, the only thing that's going to change anything is Jesus. Uh, and uh, so one little verse in there where I just said, hey, I just want people to leave me alone. I plucked that out of that verse. There's just way more there that, uh, that I have to deal with myself personally, and I hope that you do as well, uh, and that this will change your prayer life um, today. Let's all stand with our heads bowed and our eyes closed. We'll have our invitation time. and. and